Hey guys, happy Friday! There you go. There you go. This is Big Talking Brewskies. I'm Marissa Smith. We're joined with Rodney Daniels. What's up, guys? Happy Friday. It's Big Talking Brewskies time. We also have Elsa Waif with us. You got it. Yeah, Elsa Waif, like from Frozen. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) And as soon as you think Frozen, think Elsa. Uh, So, uh, Elsa, how was your week? Uh, Oh, man. This week has been challenging. It's been a challenging week since, uh, since last week. Yeah, I was. <laughs> yeah, I was. Uh, I went down. I went down to DC for the uh, for the inauguration and for the women's march. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the inauguration felt like a really weird funeral where uh, people are allowed to yell and argue. <laughs> 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 and the women's march felt like a white lady parade. Yeah. But, uh, no, 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 no. It was. It was. It was a good cross section of people, actually. Well, well, uh, I. Uh I, I, I'm, g- I'm going to go back into that. I mm-hmm. just want to... Ronnie, how was your week? Oh, my, my week was good. I just, you know, I had a show at Broadway with you, and then I just been rehearsing because I got a show tonight, my first competition show. So, Uh-oh. Oh, congratulations. I'm about that, yes. Yeah. Two-minute comedy drill. Oh, two-minute comedy drill, yeah. So I got two minutes, two sets. I was, All like, right. with it down, like, trying to get, get like, get, my material, like, two, two minutes, minutes exactly. It's hard. Yeah, it is. So. When, I, uh, when I was still drinking, I did this show called... Um, uh, the comedy power hour it's you okay. you and one other comedian uh and both of you guys do two minutes of comedy and then you take a shot a shot of beer 
And then two minutes of comedy, shot of beer, two minutes of comedy. And then there's a competition. And then you take an actual, the winner uh, takes a shot of whiskey. Ooh. Uh, and then back and forth like that all night until until you're trashed. And then the show either gets better or worse. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, that could be a good thing or a bad thing. Well, if you can't remember it, is it bad? <laughs> well, <laughs> I was doing good with the, the actual comedy part but the the challenges i was blowing the challenges left and right <laughs> yeah. so if we had to do we had to go into like extra innings because the crowd was uh was was split i was ah. i was winning the the comedy and the other guy was winning the challenges yeah ah. so. that that does sound like uh it's it's cuz i feel like i like to have maybe a beer before I go up like I used to not drink at all before I, mm-hmm. I went up and I, I did that for like years and then I was just kind of like eh, you know like I, I can have a beer I'm not going to get like wasted before I go up and then it's just kind of like I'll have I'll drink after either to like yeah. celebrate or commiserate whatever the night went you know but um, I've never really understood like people that get like real bombed before they go up. No. And like, have you guys ever seen like that disaster when someone repeats their joke like during oh, a set? No. Oh yeah. You forgot where you were in the set, and, and then you, you start you back start looping all over again. Oh. Yeah. I felt myself about to do that, but then, but I caught myself. Right. For me, when I when I used to drink, it was only one beer before you go on stage. If I had a second one, then that second one was coming on stage with me. Right. Right. Um, Okay. That, that's that's the way I used to do it. I, have yet to I can get really high. I can get super high before I get on. Yeah, I've okay. never done that. Yeah, I can I smoke a lot bring of weed. A drink on stage. Yeah, I don't really smoke. I'll bring the damn drink on stage and forget I have it with me too. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. I can see myself doing that. Yeah. Are so, they moving around and spilling it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, I, I'll bring a drink on stage, but I usually don't want to be the first one to bring a drink on stage. You know what I mean? If right. it's like a show where everybody's bringing drinks on stage, then I'll do it. Monkey but, see? You know, but like if it's kind of like, oh, like I don't want to be... The alcoholic. Yeah. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? It's just like, oh, she's bringing... A, or I'll bring my drink on stage if I don't trust the people in the room. Mm. Oh. You know what I mean? It's like if... Like <laughs> <laughs> You've had three or four comments go up and you're like, oh, no, I think it's It's just like, oh, this is a rapey-ass room. <laughs> Keep this close. <laughs> it's right. like I'm bringing my drink on stage. Just in case you either drink it, chug it, or, ch- or throw it at somebody. See, yeah. like, I mean... As a as a masculine gay woman, I be forgetting about that shit all the time. Ain't nobody roofing me, right? But like, I was at I was at this bar one time, and I went to the bathroom. And if every single girl in that bar didn't have their drink in the bathroom with them, I was like, oh, this is sad. Like, oh yeah, they all yeah. had their drinks in there, and, I, and like it, that type of shit don't register with me. You know, so it's like, yeah, no, it's like I don't never, uh, I never thought to protect my drink. You know, no, like that's like. I Not feel like I, I've been protecting my drink since I was, like, 15. Like, wow. you know what I mean? It, because it, there are a lot of, like, really rapey guys out there. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Super it's rapey. just, like, so... You, oh, I hear it. That's the other thing, though. Like, I get the other half where dudes be, like, bragging to me. I'd be like, nigga, I'm... That's not cool. Like, like you do realize I'm okay yeah, like, under all this. I, oh, they, like, they, they, they forget out. They forget who I am. I'll be like, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm gonna go back and tell the ladies. Like, <laughs> watch out for that dude. It's like yeah. that is a rapey ass motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, no, but like this, a lot of times there'll be like some like it's happened to me a few times where there's like a lot of like comics in the lineup. That I'm like, mm. I've experience. I've seen you on Facebook. Like you, you <laughs> I, like you were definitely rapey. My uh, my Facebook people people you might know is really just white guys I've heard 
crazy shit about. That's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like mm, I heard something about you. I heard, like, <laughs> not friending you. <laughs> yeah, it's that's getting like weird too. Because like I feel like I'm all of a sudden I'm having a lot of people like like friend request me, and I'm like I don't know who any of you are. Oh, I got a hundred. I have a hundred and seventy-seven friend requests right now. Yeah, I've and got. I can a, say maybe I know. I maybe know one person. Yeah, it's weird. I don't Do know you why. Friend people because you don't know them. I mean, I don't know. I feel like if they obviously look like a comic, that and I'll like peruse their page, and they don't look like they're gonna get my blood pressure up, then mm-hmm. I'll add them. You know what I mean? I do it based on like friends in common, like. But like, there's like some people I'll have like 200 friends in common, and then I'll start reading their Facebook page, and I'm like, oh no, like this yeah. one's gonna give me a stroke. Like. Yeah. Uh, now nowadays, first off, nowadays you can catch an unfriend or a block mad easy from me, right? Yeah. So I I might even know you. Mm-hmm. I don't need to friend you. Yeah. You know, I'm trying to cut the friends list down. I'm not adding no new people. Like no new friends. You gotta. Yeah. You gotta. <laughs> I, I gotta have a reason for adding you. Like a reason, reason. So. Yeah. But because uh, yeah, I definitely and. We've got Jason Cross with us. Hello. How you doing, Hello, Jason? ladies and gents. I'm good. It is loud. Why you get an extra loud mic? Projecting. I'm talking from the it. diaphragm. Hello. Me, 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 me. Don't look at the man behind the curtain. <laughs> Let me get my posture right. Yeah. <laughs> right. Put some bass in my shit a little bit. <laughs> uh, what are we rocking with today? Smirno? Yes, yeah, so he's, he's off a Red Bull. Yep. Red Bull. He's doing rock and Red Bull. He's gonna be asleep till Tuesday. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, I mean, so, <laughs> Jason, how was your week? It was alright, man. Just boring as shit, yo. After like having a rush to seeing somebody get cracked with a grenade, everything else pales in comparison. So Jason was <laughs> down in <laughs> Jason was down in DC. Also, oh, you was also in DC. Yeah, yeah. I was in DC. I was on K Street most of the time. Oh, by black uh, over where uh, the Black Block Boys is at. Yeah, them yeah, motherfuckers yeah. are crazy. Good, good for them. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that, it's like not the shit that they was pulling bricks out the s- street. Yeah. Like you got to be on some shit to do that. Pulling like, a brick out of the street. Like yeah, say, yeah. say the br- street was made I've out of bricks. Yeah. They was Just taking the shit out. up. Yeah. Yeah, 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 and fucking moved the whole cinder was fucking the sidewalk up. You know, like where it's like a line on a line. They cracked that shit and moved it. Cool. I was like, damn, what? it's kid. cool. <laughs> Stamp of approval. Yeah. What? I've seen so, some wild shit. I've never seen like unearthing shit. Stamp of approval. So, so let's get into DC because yeah, like now the, you guys like are now both I'm into so intrigued. You guys were both there. Yeah, well, see, I I got a I got a court case pending here in New York, so I stayed away from that part. But I was watch I was definitely li- watching it live, just blocks away from it. Um, but uh, no, nah, I, I was it. watching tear, it on Periscope. Tear that shit the fuck down. Yeah, <laughs> they were close to so, it. Yeah. So now, all right, so Black Block, for people that are listening that might not understand it, they were a group of protesters. Anarchists. That's actually a, the, t- the technique they call use. It's so called yeah. the Black Block, Block Technique. technique. Yeah. Okay. The name of the group was Anti-something. Um, Antifa. I, I, Antifa. Yes. They're, they're anti-fascists. An, yeah. Anti- okay. It's similar, to, it's similar in the sense of Black Lives Matter as there, like, there is no actual official organization. It's just a set of tenants. Yeah. They're very organized. Yeah, there's no official organ. They're anti-fascists. So right. Okay. Um. So I I was like uh, I was reading up a little bit on Black Block, 
And so uh, I guess they said that the technique kind of started in like Germany in the Deutschland. 90s. Yes. And then so what is the technique? Everyone wears black. Everyone covers their face and uh, tear it the fuck down. That way, if someone said who did it, they say, "Oh, so somebody wearing, wearing black, black, about five, six to six feet." You, know you remember, I mean? when, uh-huh. remember when white t-shirts, the, the long, crazy white t-shirts, was a thing, uh-huh. and everyone wore white t-shirts because you can't like who who was it? It was a black guy in a white t-shirt, right? And, and that was the whole block. Like you know, that was that yeah. was the whole neighborhood. Same same difference, <laughs> right? Okay, okay. I kind of like that idea. But uh, but those boys is crazy. I fucks with it. They they show up here every now and then too. I, I mean, seen them here. Are they? I saw I saw a couple at the women's march here on uh, the Saturday afterwards. But they were not as intense as the dudes in DC. Well, no, they didn't need to be. DC yeah. was. There was a lot of white women out. The, wow. the cops ain't the the, the the visual cops mason white ladies ain't gonna fly. They in the did same though. Way. I saw them pepper spray one in uh, DC. Yeah 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 yeah. I mean. It happens occasionally. You're talking about a whole group. Yeah, I get happens. you. Not that it don't happen. Not like, but <laughs> just thinking about a group like of a white whole, women getting pepper But not like 100,000. Yeah, they're not going to do that. I mean, and what I try to tell people is that, for the most part, Black Lives Matter protests be just as peaceful, if not more. But the optics of spraying black people and people of color is way different than pepper spraying That's white what ladies. this white girl was saying. She mm-hmm. was like, at the women's meeting, there were no cops. At the Black Lives Matter meeting, there was like 100,000 cops yeah. down in D.C. And the funny thing was, the whole meeting was white. The Black Lives Matter. Yeah, I didn't see any Black Lives at the, the Black Lives black Matter. <laughs> no, Black Lives Matter, D.C. Uh, I didn't see any That's fine. black people at that's the meeting. That's also fine. Yeah, so I saw a white dude with a boot on his head, though. A boot? He wore. He had a big-ass galosh boot on his head. He was the main one with oh, the... Oh, that's, uh, that's, uh, that's Vermin. Yes, that that's was vermin. him. He was the main one with the megaphone talking. Yeah, that's he a, a boot on his head. What's the significance of the boot? I have no clue. He's right. kicking ass. Taking the names. toe. Right. <laughs> I just, I just know him. Yeah, he yeah. ran for president oh, really? too. Yeah. Oh, I never. I, I mean, never okay, the dude is crazy, but his politics is in the right place. Is he crazy <laughs> or just genius? Nah, I mean, he not. Not you know like, I mean? not like certifiably crazy, but like he knows he, how to get attention right. though, because he yeah. got my attention with the boot. Yeah. And I was like, who the fuck are you? And it's a little, he, I was like, oh, who the okay. fuck are you? It's yeah. a little wild. Yeah, that's how he pull him in. It's you know a little what I'm wild, yeah. but that's how he do. If you listen to the dude, his, his politics is in the right place. His policies are It's there. like Don King with the fro. Get the attention with the crown. Yeah. Don yeah. King's cool, though. <laughs> I'm talking about the crown, though. Oh, just yeah. to get attention. So now, also, you said you were there first for the inauguration. Mm-hmm. Um, and you said it was kind of like a, a funeral. Yeah, uh, so where we were situated, uh, we were with the uh, uh, Answer Coalition. Uh, Answer Coalition had a, a stage and a permitted protest play. I don't like saying permitted protest because that kind of is an oxymoron in and of itself. But uh, we had our own little section. And what is that group for people that don't know? The Answer Coalition? Yes. Answer Coalition is, I mean, their, their politics are... are uh, They're they're spread out, but um, I'm not I'm not affi- affiliated with them, so I can't super speak for them. I just knew where like other mi- like minded individuals were going to be. And uh, I'm just assuming that that the, the like mindedness comes in the form of like uh, equality. I'm just going to branch out that. I, I would say uh, from the speakers that I heard, we we talked Black Lives Matter, we talked uh, Indigenous rights and standing rock. Wait, was it a stage in a park and like a tent by the back? Navy Memorial? 
It was a stage oh. by the Navy Memorial. Off K Street, right? No. Oh, okay. No. It's, uh, where, the, where the Navy Memorial is across the street from the National Archives. Oh, okay, we okay, okay, gotcha. Um, and then right across the street, on the other side of the street, in front of the National Archives, was uh, was the, the the grandstands for the Trump supporters or whatever. Okay. Uh, and so where we were, uh, people had to walk through, and there was a lot of these, you know, a lot of these "Make America Great" assholes walking through, whatever. Mm. Um, and you can smell it coming <laughs> off of them. Though. You can you can, like, mm. you can smell it coming off of them. You don't ha- don't even have to wear the hat. You just know who they well, are. Well, you just knew because they had on tuxedos and shit. Yeah. Whoever had on the suit, you already. Yeah, you know you here to celebrate, going. right? And, you know they're going and, to celebrate. We here to resist and mourn, and y'all here to celebrate or whatever. Right. But uh, did the did the Trump people like yell at you guys? Or? Yeah, I got in. A, I they got yell? in. A, yeah, I got that in a tense face to face with a skinhead. I got. I'm, I'm waiting for the to do. You the saw a skinhead. Yeah, I mean they, they don't hide. I mean that's Shit. that's the problem now. You know, we got we they're got out Nazis and skinheads and KKK, and they don't need to hide anymore. Yeah, because their their man is in the White House. Yeah. yeah, so they could just do whatever they want. So they think. Yeah. So they think. So you you got into it with a skinhead. I mean, he ain't gonna put his hands on me. We didn't fight or whatever, but he thought he was gonna like intimidate me or whatever. And the nigga had a big ass neck and shit and big old head and. He thought he was going to tower over me and scare me off, but we stood and grilled each other down for at least three to five minutes. And there's there's some pictures floating around out there. I'm waiting for waiting for the photographer to send me the picture. I mean, I I wasn't doing it for no photo op or whatever, but right. But you know, you take. A picture I mean, I'm not going. Yeah, I'm not going to be scared of this dude neither. But he was he was in the the protests, the free speech zone as they call it, because you know we got to either you little, side can get in. Yeah, we give you a little box for you to have your free speech or whatever. But he they come into the free speech zone to stand there and intimidate and to take pictures and and point people out or whatever. And I mean. Go ahead, take my picture. I'm not. I'm not afraid of y'all. So, I, I let him know I wasn't scared of him, and and he tried to press himself. I'm like, whatever, bro. Oh, I right. wish I was there. I'd have shook my ass. <laughs> like, yeah, all this black gay ass. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, th- there was a couple of tense standoffs and and shouting matches and and whatnot. And they def- they they piped the, the inauguration speech over the protests. Right. They had their own speakers out there next to next to our speakers, and when the when the president, uh, President Marmalade Mao, <laughs> came on and gave his inauguration speech, they piped the speech over top of the, the protests. I still haven't called him president yet. Yeah. I just it's I, tough. I, right. I, I won't. <laughs> it's, a, it's a tough way to go. I won't do it. I, I won't do it. I, I've called him a cheese drool, an ass clown, orange fuck, but I have not. Tangerine Voldemort. Uh, you know, <laughs> <laughs> uh, toupee fiasco. <laughs> uh, we've got the marmalade Mao. Uh, yeah, how many skinheads were there? I mean, that's the other thing. A lot of them be was mad. it like a crew? A lot of them be mad pussy, so they don't they don't wear their skinhead stuff all the time. Okay. But you can tell. But who you can tell. Well, I'm just trying there. to see. If I mean, I was sleeping, shaved I head got, is kind got. of an indication. I mean, yeah, you could have got got. Yeah, I'm of thinking course. I was sleeping because I didn't see any. You could get got anywhere. They're I was here. gonna say they're, you, they're, they're, they're you here from Chicago. You here, here, here I can smell it from a mile away. No, there, you can't. I you, 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 no, you can't. And that's the thing. Here's the thing. They should be afraid to come outside. You wouldn't walk outside and tell nobody you a pedophile, right? Right. You wouldn't walk outside and tell nobody you ISIS, right? I, I tell people all the time, like if ISIS come out, if somebody is outside in in in, in Union Square. 
right? In Union Square Park talking about I'm recruiting for ISIS. We call the cops mad quick. But for some reason, we sitting around debating, is it okay to, to punch, punch these a Nazi? Niggas? Like, no, Please. Like, the, the moment you let these motherfuckers even speak, you legitimize their point of view. And there is no, there is no place in the marketplace of ideas for this. If we're going to go with marketplace of ideas, then that means that every idea has some sort of value or worth. And these ideas are, are able to be traded, right? But there is no value in ethnic cleansing. These people, are, these people want ethnic cleansing genocide that doesn't have any place and it took us nearly two decades over to over 20 years to completely eradicate nazism and 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 it, clearly it wasn't completely but it right. took us nearly Partially. 20 years after the war to completely eradicate nazism in germany and that meant burning books destroying artwork we all know about the nuremberg trials right where they yeah. went through and arrested soldiers and generals and whatnot but it went as far as down as you got a Hitler youth camp? You run a Hitler youth camp? You got to go to. Right. And a lot of Americans was like, ooh, does this make us any better than the Nazis? Like, free speech and we burning their books and should we be arresting these niggas? Absolutely. Because genocide is violent. By letting these people talk, you letting them terrorize people. Because they're not talking just to talk. They're talking to recruit. Right. Mm. Right. This shit got no place. And for, for us to be like, ooh, I don't know if we should punch them. It's too late. It's radicalized white supremacy. It's too late. They here now. We in we in trouble because it took eighteen months only, eighteen months for the complete consolidation of Nazi power in Germany after Hitler came to power. Right? For every part of the government to fall under Nazism, it took only eighteen months. That's without the internet, y'all. We talking now? They talking now? About six months. Yeah. Six months. We don't have time. People talking about wait to the midterm elections. Nigga, we don't have midterm elections. Yeah. It was 18 months. That's a year and a half. And we sitting around. You know, you know how Nazism took over Germany? Because people sat around and wondered, should we, what should we do about this? Right. And that's the thing that I think that is, is it's like so uh, infuriating is watching people. Oh, is it okay to punch a Nazi? But meanwhile, if you're American and your grandparents were in World War II, your grandparents killed Nazis. That's what they did. They went over to Germany. They killed Nazis to free the Jews from Nazi Germany. But meanwhile, you're you're questioning whether or not it's ethical or to to punch a Nazi. Bro, we it's- had whole video games. Like you would think people raised on Call of Duty and Medal of Honor. Nigga, this our moment. <laughs> Why <are> we <laughs> y'all? Every wait, wait. Video games don't make people violent. Then they make people sympathetic or some shit. Like what the fuck is going on? We had a whole movie industry. If you needed a villain for your movie, you, you made him blonde with a German accent, aka that's a Nazi. Like right, right. Yeah. What what are we doing right it's, now? People are like forgetting all of it. They're forgetting mm-hmm. all of uh, what we did to to get rid of Nazis. They're forgetting the Cold War. They're forgetting all. And if they're not forgetting it, then. You know, it's just like these people look like me. I'm on their values. And that's why I'm having so much trouble with people that keep saying like, oh, well, you know, if you come across a Trump supporter, like, you know, try to win them over. You can't win them over. You can't reason with crazy. It's literally like 50 (laughs) percent of the country went batshit fucking nuts. And we're supposed to sit there and be like, oh, well, you know something? Jesus said, turn the other cheek. It's like, no, they're crazy. Jesus also flipped tables and whipped motherfuckers. You know? Like, <laughs> and, like, people forget that. You pissed, Jesus got pissed off and, and flipped the table and started whipping people because they was fucking around in the sanctuary. So, like, 
turn the other cheek. But Jesus said, turn the other cheek, but not for you to strike me on the other side, though. You know? Right. So uh, we, 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 we are twisting too much here. And, and while we twisting and, and antagonizing over what we can do, because they're not doing that. No, they're you know? perfectly no. fine they, with genocide. They're just planning and plotting the shit. Nazism yeah. requires uh, people to be sympathetic to their cause so that they can speak. Because if a hundred people let them speak, then there's ten people who will be like, you know, you might got a problem. I'm down with that. Yep. Yeah. Now this goes back to me for the women's march. Now I know you went down to D.C. for the women's march. Uh, how how did you feel? The, uh, I mean, did you find it ethnically diverse? Did you find it? Yeah. Um. It I, it was really good. It was diverse. Um. I like the uh, the vibe. It was a very celebratory vibe. My only problem was where the hell was them half a million people the day before? All these women waited to take their turn, right? You know what I'm saying? Like, right? We we was out there at that women's march, and all those people were upset at Trump and upset, and, and you know what I'm saying? The, y'all, the White House is around the motherfucking corner. It's a right. half million of us mm. out here right now. Fucking why are we not at this door? Right. Like that's it's not the White House; it's our house. Right. We right. decide who be in there, and if if all of us is upset, let's go knock on this damn door. So I'll say that I had I ended up unintentionally ending up marching in New York because I needed to cross the street to meet friends, but mm. I had no plans. On marching. <laughs> <laughs> like I had dinner, now. I had dinner plans, and I'm just like. Oh, okay, I'm walking, walking. What's all that noise? Oh, shit, I got to cross this street. And so, like, I ended up having to march for, like, five blocks to get out. Mm. And I was just like, oh, this is not what I was planning on doing in my day. Um, I did not want to march. And basically, being in there kind of confirmed why I did not want to march was because, I don't know, like, D.C., you said, was very diverse. But mm. in New York, it was not diverse. And I, from what I saw, it was... Um, it was very monotone, mm-hmm. and I just felt like I was surrounded by sleeper cells. Like, it's just... <laughs> I feel like the only reason why I was... I mean, at first, when it was first announced, I was just like, oh, no, I'm not with the white lady shit. But um, the reason why I decided to, to get involved and travel to go uh, was because of uh, Linda Sarsour. Okay. Um, she For is, people that don't know. Uh, Linda Sarsour is uh, a, a Muslim-American... Um, Palestinian uh, activists from here in, in, in Brooklyn. Um, and she was one of the co-founders, co-leaders. Uh, and I will follow that woman anywhere. Uh, right. So when when she was down with it, I say, okay, I'm going to put some of my misgivings aside um, and I'm going to go. Uh, and like I said, like you said, I don't know what it was like here, but it, in, in D.C. it was a really good cross-section of of America, uh, old, young, uh, Rainbow Coalition, and um, lots of lots of men, even. Um, so, I, I enjoyed it down down there. I don't know. I, I mean, I hear from I've heard from lots of other people of color that they felt similar, and I heard. I mean, the other thing is, I my permanent protest sign from here on out has always been um, lately has been uh, White Lives Matter too much. And I carry that sign at every protest. Mm-hmm. And so I had that sign with me at the Women's March. And I got, I got, I say 50% looks of approval, thumbs up, thank yous. Um, some people was looking a little crazy. And I say only one time that I get into it with anybody over my sign. 
Um, what was their objection? Right, what they say. Well, white people always hit me with this one whenever they see the sign. So you mean, so you mean my life matters too much? I'm like, absolutely. The sign didn't stutter. Um, and then the second question, I mean, well, well, what do you want my life to matter less? And it seems like a lot of times, I'm not even just going to say white people, but I just say a lot of people think in, in all or nothing or zero sum. And that if I'm saying your life matters too much, then that means I have to negate your life or bring it down. And all I'm saying is if My your life, life should be equal, equal to your equal. Yeah, if your shit yeah. is mattering at 100% and mine is only at 75, I'm not saying you got to be 75. I'm saying I got to be 100. 100% yeah. You know right. what I'm saying? And it, or people would be like, well, well, nobody's life matters too much. And I'm like, absolutely, you're right. But that's not how society works because just, just a couple of things, boom, I turn on the television. Cable television, regular cable television, is eighty percent white people. Mm-hmm. Our government, mm-hmm. overwhelmingly white. If if me and a white person go to court for the same crime and with the same record, and you're and, going away for ten years, I'm good. I'm getting double the sentence, right? The whatever they get. And like, just if you just look at those things, just them little couple of things right there. The people who make our decisions, the people who entertain us, and the people who send us away to jail are valuing white lives more. So, do white lives matter too much? In in, in, in in you know in reality, no. But theoretically in in, in, in operation, absolutely. Right. And so if if pe- when people get upset with Black Lives Matter, I tell people, well, if something is being devalued in our society, then it only makes sense that conversely something is being overvalued. Right. Wow. Right. Oh, break it down. No, definitely. It's and and that basically was the reason why I I opted out of of the the women's march was just because uh i felt like and and then once i got there and i saw it i felt like my suspicions were confirmed Mm -hmm. because i felt like you know something this is going to be a very um lack of a better term very white woman centered thing and you know i don't even i'm not super upset about that I, i do think sometimes white people need their own things Right, just like we need our own things. But my thing is, are these are these these same white women? Are they going to show up at the next Black Lives Matter protest? No. When when nope. it's time when it's time to re- register Muslims, is they registering themselves no. up first? No. You know what I'm saying? And when it comes time to you know lay a, you know lay yourself in front of the a in front tank. of the, the tanks that is coming for Standing Rock, is y'all going to be there? You no. know what I'm saying? So I'm like, I don't I don't mind. Uh, standing with women or, or with white women, but I just need to feel that it's reciprocal. And right. oftentimes it's not reciprocal, which is why I'm like, e- I don't think so. See, that this is my, my issue, though. It's just kind of like, you know something? You just sold this country to the Nazis and I'm supposed to invite you to Thanksgiving? No. Like, I'm just, I, 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 I just don't feel it. And I just did not feel going there in that space and, and with the, the umbrella of being a women's march like i'm a woman there's plenty of women of color there but i also know that 53 percent of white women voted exactly. for this man exactly. so th- in my mind and a lot of people have argued with me all weekend that my math is fuzzy and i'll tell you i do math for a living if you take the 90 percent, i will say 90 percent of the people protesting were white and I would argue that 53% of those people theoretically voted for Trump. I'll, I'll say this. No, no. This is what I'll do. This is what this is. This is the benefit of the doubt that I've given oh, white people. I've right? got no benefit of any this is doubt. The benefit, they say that six in ten white people who voted voted for Trump. Right? 
I don't know any the white people I know. I'm pretty sure they didn't. But if six out of ten white people voted for Trump, then that means nine out of ten white people know someone who did. Which means now you did not do your part to stop your white comrades from selling us down the river. So maybe maybe those white women who were at the at the march were not the the Trump voters. But each and every one of them knows somebody who did. And if you didn't do anything to stop them, then it's also on you. So I'm gonna give I'm gonna give some of them the benefit of the doubt. I don't, maybe not 53 percent of the people that was at the women's march. Well, so but I'll say I'll say that they know somebody. I'll say 90 percent of them know a motherfucker who does. I think that the, my my logic behind it is the fact that the polls were so wrong because people lied about yeah. who they were planning yeah. on voting for. I would say half mm-hmm. the motherfuckers voted so for them. So I think that they're yeah. lying again. So Absolutely. it's kind of like now this is a big social event. They think like, oh, I'm going to hang out with all my friends and I can get to say I went to the Women's March and I'm an empowered right. woman. And so it, it's, well, they it's, never it's, their relatives. it's literally the pumpkin yeah. spice latte of fucking marches. Listen, and I'm, I'm not, not going to. I don't. I don't. Look. <laughs> no, it's, it's like you're right. It's like you ever listen. Right. To, you ever listen to a really liberal white comic and they talk about how racist their grandfather is. Right. And right. You're like, why don't you check them and say something about it? They it's like, oh, right. well, he's then, old. Yeah. But then they want to come hang around and kick it and shit. Right. Yeah, and, and, and we let them, that, and that's what I tell you, people: right. is like you got to purge your we circle. Let what are you talking right. about? That's what I tell you: you got to purge your circle. And if that means Auntie got to go, then Auntie got to go, dog. Like she's not gonna look. If if you as a white person say I'm your friend and you love me and you care about me, right? Then somebody who's even closer than you would hurt me. And so if if we was in this situation right now where it was, you know, where it's me or uh, or uh, 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 Auntie. You're dying. You're yeah, dying. Exactly. Yeah, and it. so that's that's all I'm saying is I don't know if I don't know what the women at the women's march did. I felt were at least in DC, I don't feel like I was around any Trump supporters as far as white people go. I could be wrong because they super good liars and they you know say and they, they put on they, that front good. They or lied about who they were voting for from I don't the know. beginning. But I'll say this. What I do know is I know for a fact that all of them know somebody. And so I'm not going to sit here and be like, you know what I'm saying, it's you, it's you. I'm going to be like, but you know somebody and you didn't help. It's like, uh. I mean, I even know people that on election day wore proud to be a deplorable t-shirts and still oh, trying to talk to me. Oh, oh I don't you know. know them white folk. But, you know, it's. They're around. I've gotten, They're right. I've gotten ruthless and very surgical about who I cut out. So right, I don't know those folk. And if I do, they doing a good job hiding it from me. I don't, I don't know those folk. My like sometimes you cannot avoid them. Uh, parents voted for Trump, and it did make me like look at her a certain kind of right. way. Like I know that you're not voting for him, but knowing that you come from that background, of parents right. that but I there's an old saying though I want to share with you guys. It says, "Keep your friends close, but keep your enemies closer." Absolutely not. That don't that don't work in every single case. You don't know what they're doing. I'd rather know what they're doing and know where it's coming from than to get blindsided and be like, "What the fuck." You can yeah. watch it happening. You can watch it unfold, especially this because it's literally so textbook. Like if you just watch the 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 rise of Nazism in right. Germany, and, and and then you go and 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 you map it out on what's happening right now. Right, and I don't got to be a friend with nobody to know this shit. You know what I'm saying? Like I, don't I just have to, need, I don't have to keep that enemy close. I don't. You right. don't have to be. I don't. You don't have to be in in my face or in my circle for me to know what you doing because this is all roadmap dog like ain't nothing some of it ain't 
ain't none of this new. No. What's new? What's new is the speed at which we're moving. And that's because, because the if internet. you look at if you look at the the timeline of the rise of Nazism, whatever. Some of these 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 actions that Hitler took to consolidate Nazi power was happening within days of each other. Now you look at it, and some of this shit is happening within hours. Right. Of each other, so ain't nothing new under the sun. This roadmap has been gone, you know, go, you know, gone down. This path has been gone down before in lots of different ways. I'm not even just talking Nazis. I'm talking totalitarian, totalitarian, totalitarian regimes. States, okay, let's yeah. say this, let's take that as gospel. I don't need. I don't need to know you. What are we to doing to, to counteract it? Like really counteract it? That's the question. Okay, that's no, a, I that's mean, a like, good no, because I hear it. I'm like, really, how many of us in this room are strapped up if something happened? Could really. I say as a country, as a whole, Do you get what I'm we're saying? not doing a damn right. thing. We let yeah. it happen. Uh, on an individual level, on a uh, on a local level, on an individual level, there's lots of resistance. In fact, there's more resistance to, to, to Trump than there is acquisition. But right. the, the people who are acquis- uh, acquisition is uh, the ones in power. are the ones in power. I but know, but we're talking New York here. Are we talking New York? We're talking about the rest of the no, country. No, I'm saying we're talking New York. Have you been yeah. to Indiana or downstate mm-hmm. Illinois or back home to yeah. Milwaukee no, where you're no. from? Different motherfucking story. Yeah, there's yeah. a different story there. And as you know, the motherfuckers is out there and they telling you like this and this happened. It's a little more intense than you think. I mean, I can't. I can't. The, the hardest part for me is. These motherfuckers is got not guns having a, The hardest yeah. part for me is not having a blueprint for everybody because I don't know what your life is in, in, in Indiana. I can, I can no, hypothesize. I, in Indiana. I was you know, just there. I, yeah, I can yeah. hypothesize what it's like. But I just tell people, you're going to have to find your own individual way to resist. Whatever that is, whatever that is, I can't tell you what it's going to be. If you a comedian, you have to make these jokes until because I mean, first off, comedy be the first thing to go. Right? Jokes, yeah. satire. Yeah. Well, it's already going yeah. slowly now. Yeah, it's, I mean, as yeah. motherfuckers started it's, apologizing, it, it was over for comedy. It's the death nail. Over. It is. I mean, you. It's I, been over. Yeah, I got a, I got a friend right now who who made a you know that that the, the SNL writer right. who, who got suspended got fired for talking about well, Trump's son well, or something. There's another friend of mine had made a joke weeks ago about old boy, little Baron Trump. On right? Twitter? On right. Twitter. Okay. And after old, after old girl got suspended, he suspects that people started searching comics and Baron Trump and, and comedians who had made jokes about him or whatever. And there is uh, there is now a 150 signature petition to get this guy fired from Comedy Central where he's never worked. Mm-hmm. He's never worked at Comedy Central, what? but but not but not only is there a hundred and fifty signature petition, one hundred fifty thousand signature petition out against him right now, but these people went so far as to find an old address. They think it's his current address, but it's an old address. They went so far as to find his old address, drive past his house, take pictures of his house, threaten his grandmother who's already passed, but they threatened his grandmother, and this is for jokes, y'all. Right. These are for. This is not like you made a bad joke and we're gonna troll you on Twitter. We we want to find where you live. We want to destroy your life for a joke. And and comedy. You. I have friends who've escaped fascism, who've escaped dictators and and regimes such as this. And they tell you, freedom of speech is the first thing to go. But the first thing they attack under freedom of speech is satire and comedy. Right, and so I tell people whatever way, whatever way your individual life you feel like you need to, how you gonna resist? Because the, that's the thing. There is no, um, there's no quick fix for this. There is no one size fits all. It's everybody gonna have to find their own little resistance. And if that means you make snide little jokes, you know what I'm saying? If that means you, you post facts on Twitter, 
You know what I'm saying? If that means you put a, you know, a, a flag out in your yard or something, however you decide is your resistance, you that's that you won't have to do it and be consistent. And, and, and whatever it is, if that means you walk out of your job, you know, whatever that is. And the thing is, you won't have to be fearless because there's there's two paths you could take. You can kowtow and, and, and acquiesce and, and appease. And at the end of the day, you still ended up in the oven. You in the oven, mm. or you could resist, and you could fight, and you're still in the and oven. You're still, still in, be in the oven. But I tell you this, just like the phrase goes, "I'm gonna die on my feet and not on my knees." And so, if that means my resistance, I mean, right now I'm facing 30 days in jail for um for exercising my First Amendment right, Rikers, my nigga, right, mm. Rikers for for being in the middle of the street. For, for, Do you, you have know, any film. other offenses? Huh? Do you have any other offenses? Yeah, most of them protesting related. But you never did in real time. You should get like probation or something for that. You would think. (laughs) 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 I've been to court before for these things, and normally you get a little slap on the wrist and they tell you to stay out of trouble. But I've I've been labeled. I mean, my lawyer. We walked out of court that day. The the the, the police are trying to uh, falsify a statement that I made to the police, and I know my rights. I never make statements to the police, but they made up a statement. That I said that I I ain't say, you know, and they trying to put me in in jail. And all it is is, I mean, fuck, even thirty days, right? Thirty days of Rikers, whatever, a week, whatever. What it is is it's trying to scare you. And what I I've been locked in in, in the holding cell with other people who this day first time being arrested or this day first time protesting. And I told them, you sitting in this cell right now, you got a choice to make. What this is designed to do, this is timeout. And what timeout is always designed to do is either it's designed to scare you step into, up into or behaving step down. better. Right. And so your first arrest does two things. Either it scares you and you go home and you never protest again or it activates you and you realize, oh, this all y'all this all y'all got. This is it because either it's jail me or kill me. Jail me, deport me or kill me. Because even if, if, if for whatever reason I can't do comedy no more, if for whatever reason y'all don't ever see me no more or whatever, fine. I'm doing this for me. I'm doing this for the people who come after me. I'm doing this for all of us sitting here. And if that means y'all don't see me no more, then I would prefer it to be that way. I, 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 I swear I don't want to be uh, uh, kissing shoes on my way to the oven. Right. That would be the worst way to go. But now my, here's my, my, my question, though, is that we can map the past onto the future. We see where this is going. We know that this country has chosen this path. Mm-hmm. Why stay here and fight, and why not just leave? I was born here. I live here. Where else is there to go? This is my country. Dissent is patriotic. Dissent is what made America. Yeah, well, I'm going to go back to Chicago. Yeah. Where do we go? <laughs> yeah, that's what I do. Where do we I go? I mean, like, literally just leave the country. And go Where? Anywhere but here. My guess. That's what she wants to yeah. I mean, and also that's that's coming from a place of privilege. Because do you think do you think the people in Harlem could pick up and, and move somewhere? Nope. No. That's coming from a place of privilege. Not everybody can leave. Not everybody wants to leave. We were born here. We shouldn't have to leave. Nazism should leave. That shit's not even ours. No, it's your fascism's not even ours. That should leave. And I'll fight until it goes. Because I live here. I was born here. Matter of fact, I was born on a Navy base on Memorial Day as the Jets flew over on the air show. I'm American as fuck. That's very American. Wow. I belong here. 
I mean, I can date my family back to the American Revolution. Like, I can literally date my ancestors back to the American Revolution. And so when I hear people talking about, oh, immigrants, slaves, this, that, and the other thing, it's like my family's been in this country before it was a country. And when I look at what I'm seeing right now, this is not America. I don't know what this is, but this isn't America. And I feel like if we have disintegrated and degraded to the point where we're no longer America, like, what do we owe this country? I get it. But leaving don't change it neither because you leave They'll and you follow leave. us. Yeah. You they leave. Just, honestly, you let's leave, be real. They just, everybody else. they just want I mean, us that, gone. Honestly, they I'm want us lie. dead. Let's that be real. That selfish as fuck to me. <laughs> to up and leave? That what sounds, am I doing staying, though? There are other there's there are other people who depend on you. You might not feel it, but there are other people who depend on you. Huh. I mean, your voice is important. You sit here in front of this microphone, yeah, and there's people who are listening to you. Yeah, there are people who depend on you, and if you up and leave, to me, I mean, honestly, until the bombs start dropping, I'm here. Okay. But once the bombs start dropping, what then can we, we do? then we got to revisit the plan. But right. <laughs> but then it's too late. But then it's too late. But then you can't but leave. You know what? But I'm at a- that point, fuck it. It's over. You know what I mean? It's like, dude, they just want us gone. They've been wanting us gone since slavery ended, and they couldn't use us anymore. I mean, because we got to like, realize that as a whole. You know what I mean? Yeah. That they really a, just want us gone. From just a, a, a genetic. But there's no way to subset. send us, like you were saying. They can't send us back to Africa. What part they're going to well, send us to? Well, this is my point, right? It's that the the. African-Americans that are here today that are descendants from slaves. We literally are the genetic pool that knew how to avoid crazy white people and not get killed by them. Like that is submissive. That's that's the pool that's here. It's like that white man is crazy. Stay away from him. Stay alive. This, I believe, is the reason why we as a block did not vote for this man. We saw the shit coming. We saw the shit coming 15 months ago. These people wanted to vote for him. They brought this evil into our world. I feel like done. You know something? I get it, but I mean, I'm an American and dissent is patriotic. That's how America was born is when you don't like some shit, you get out there and you change it. Right. So what is our tea? What is our tea? What is our tea? Where is our tea? Uh, you know what? I Here, Boston tea party. Oh. If we if all those women who was marching decided just to sit out of work for a week. Imagine what would happen to this economy, dog. Men would get a lot of jobs. No. No, dog. This economy, America depends on people of color and women. women yeah. And if we stopped. Oh, that's a good one. Here's the thing. It's it's the it's the uh uh it's called uh we control the uh the forces of the economy. And I don't understand when when peaceful protests turned into candlelight visuals and 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 and, and, and singing kumbaya and not seizing the means of production, just right, uh, just last me. year the, uh, something happened. I believe it was in South Korea, and the South Koreans didn't like their president, right? And they all walked off the job, and within a couple of days, that motherfucker resigned. But we're all too afraid because America, the American dream is all about me and my, right? The American dream is I got to get my house and my car and my 2.5 kids or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it, my white picket fence. You know what a white picket fence is? It's barring yourself off from your neighbors. And so we've decided that somehow, some way, we don't have, as long as I got my shit to 
together. I don't got to worry about nobody. Just let me get my paper and my this and my that. But if we start thinking collectively, right? Yeah. This is this is the principles of Kwanzaa, right? When people ask me, like, what is, what's, cool the point of, what's the point what's the point of, uh, of, of Black Lives Matter? I, I like to think the point of Black Lives Matter would be honoring the tenets of, uh, of, of Kwanzaa. And one of those is self-determination mm-hmm. and collective economy. Mm-hmm. Right. And if we allowed ourselves to determine ourselves. Right. You know what? Fuck this job because this job doesn't care about me. You know what? Fuck this government. This government does not care about me. And we collectively withdrew for long enough because that's a lot of the, the, the bus boycotts. Right. Yeah. When we when when, when Rosa yeah. Parks and all them started the bus boycotts, there was not an economic impact for 370 some days yeah it was a, like a full long time, a year. year but what we decided was you know what we're not going to ride the bus anymore but we're also going to carpool we're going to let you know if you need somewhere to stay that's close to your job i'll let you stay at my house on the weekends or something right yeah. i'll let you stay at my house during the work week or whatever uh, uh, i'll watch your kids while you get to work let's carpool here goes the bike or whatever and we we figured out a way to not fuck around with the buses and that was just the buses dog wow we figured out just and and just by fucking around with the buses we decided they decided to change some shit and so if imagine if all those half just in dc if a half a million million people decided to walk out of their job and not participate in not i'm not going to the job Nope, I'm not shopping at your goddamn Whole Foods or your Walmart no more. I'm not I'm not riding this train or this bus no more. And we collectively withdrew ourselves from the economy. They mm-hmm. would have to listen to us. Yeah. Because that's the only way they listen. When you start because Well, you have to fact, fuck with their money. Yeah. Because here's yeah. the thing. We've decided we in a post fact society, right? And these people really, really believe that black people and people of color are inferior. So if you want to think and it, it don't matter how much fact i present y'all right there's a whole fucking scroll mike drop <laughs> there's a whole scroll long list of why this motherfucking trump is unqualified right yes. i'm not even i don't even want to talk about him being racist or sexist this nigga is just unqualified right right and we spent a whole year and a half going through why he's unqualified here we are it still right so it ain't about no facts Stop, like you said, right? These are crazy people. Why are we trying to speak rationality with the rational people? You know what? Y'all want to be irrational? I'm going to be just as irrational. Fuck all of this. That would be something, though. If everybody, every person of color in the United States did not go to work one day, white people would lose their mind. They lose their mind. We talk about we talk about shipping, and, and, and not this is fact, right? We talk about shipping Mexicans back and... Throwing up a wall. I was watching the news this morning. There, this wall is for real. Yeah, for real. He's it's really happening. trying to make it happen. Yeah. Like we, we and we're gonna pay for it. Twenty percent more tax on anything coming in from Mexico. That's they what it's going to be. Back on that. They Listen, f- let's just talk about the fucking restaurant industry, right? Restaurant industry What's is, is mad people of color, right. mad immigrants, That's mad what I was Mexicans. Say. They, I work but in they a already separated industry. all us with colorism and hairism and whatever mm-hmm. the fuck else. So none of us are really gonna stick together. No, 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 bro. Because as soon as as soon as you can't get your guacamole, as soon as your tequila costs more, as soon as ain't nobody driving your shit to your house, this right? is it would be, it would be. I get what you're saying. When white women have to raise their own children and clean mm-hmm. their own house, that is when shit is. That's I get what you're saying, but they pit us together so. 
so stop. Harshly. But, so if, stop. But, if, but if we stop. came together collectively a, as a group of, co- of people of color, people black, of color, white, Latin, not white, I get that shit. But did you just <laughs> did you just not see what happened in uh, Dominican Republic three to six months ago mm. where they were fucking killing Haitians, bro, bro? We not in the Dominican Republic. Every that time mentality some, still those here Dominicans though. Don't think they're Haitians. Yeah, I mean, but still, that mentality <laughs> is still here. Is what I'm saying. Also, and they ain't even separated by a wall. It's not even a wall. <laughs> it's not even a wall. It's, it's a just imaginary a line. <laughs> Look, that's, like, that's literally that's another country. And you know what? I feel like, and I and I know in my heart, and I see this enough. That as as much as that's a white supremacist attitude for us for us to be hating other people of color. They put that in us. We didn't but put that in us. I know, but so I'm saying we still have that shit yeah, here. It's indoctrinated here. Let's start the unlearning now. Let's stop saying that it's impossible. Because by saying that it's impossible makes you never take the first step. Like stop saying right. Stop saying that you don't have anything in, in common with a Mexican. Stop saying that you don't have anything in common with a Muslim. Then say we didn't have anything in common with I'm just saying it's very easy to separate us. It, is, it's, it is very easy, but it's also just as easy for us to come together. We didn't come here on the same boat, but we all in the same ship. And as soon as we start realizing who our common enemy is, you know what? And after we slay that common enemy, then maybe we could talk about what our differences are. I agree with you in spirit, but I remember when Mexicans was killing blacks in L.A. that was in a neighborhood and blacks. You know why they was doing that? Gangbanging bullshit that was kicked down from the prison. You know why they was doing that? It's because they put us in the ghettos together and then locked off any access to resources it ain't it ain't even really about hating the mexican it's about we don't have resources and when you put crabs in a bucket they gonna tear each other down but what we what we never ask is who the fuck put us in this bucket we never crabs do. don't belong yeah. in a bucket in the first fucking I place d- right. agree with you in spirit but we gotta be real what's going on right now okay There's stop a agreeing lot with me, of stop d- agreeing with me in spirit. i know this division dog but it doesn't need to be there's a lot of division I know there's a lot of division. As soon as we stop looking at those divisions and start looking at what's closer, we'll be we'll be better so off. So, how it. do we break the walls of division? Yes, that was my next question. Talk to people who do not look like you. I tell this to white people all the time. If white people want to know what it's like to be black, or if white people want to know what the black experience is, you pull the damn cotton out of your ears and you put that shit in your mouth and you sit on your hands. Read a book about it from a Ooh, black queer woman. Okay. If you if you're a white straight man, then you need to read a book for that that was written by a black queer woman. If you if you want to get closer to your your Mexican brothers and sisters, your Latino brothers and sisters, go talk to them. Go be with them. When people say, "Oh, I got a black friend," have you ever eaten a meal in your black friend's house? Oh no no no! You just know a black person, right? So if you want to heal the divide, that's how you do it. Start learning about other people. And when I get off stage. All the time, I say, find somebody you don't know and give them a hug. Uh. Start getting close to people. When was the last time you spoke to a Mexican today? Did you speak to a Mexican today? Yeah, actually, yeah. You did? Yeah. When was the last time you spoke to an Asian person? Yeah, today. Today, today as well, today, yeah. Today, yeah. yeah. We were planning dinner, yeah. Cool. But it's now I, I spoke to a redneck today, too, and a cop. Mm. Don't speak I saw Trinidadian dick the other day. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't speak to police in the way you think I speak to. Because it was Thursday. Right, hello. Trinidadian Day Thursday. TDT. Thursday. It's Friday. Boop, boop. It's actually <laughs> Friday. <laughs> that was yesterday, though. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, yeah, is it like, Filipino Dick Friday? <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking about that on stage tonight. <laughs> um, but now, this is my question, because even within the, the Latinx community, 
I feel like there's a lot of even uh, within common language that there's a lot of disruption with them and, and then I think that they don't necessarily understand that like your your stereotypical white person just lumps them all in as Mexican yeah. and yeah. that mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of Central Americans and South Americans are like oh uh, but I'm not Mexican I'm Venezuelan or I'm Brazilian and it's like no you don't understand boo like they think Mexico is like the rest you have Anything Texas and then America. it's Mexico yeah, America, like they don't yeah. even understand that you have different languages and history and culture that's, 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 like, not, that's not our fault that's not our fault that's not Hispanic but, fault that's not Latinx fault that's white people fault Right, but I feel like a, a lot of them are even feeding into this going back to the ha- like the crabs in the bucket. So now, if culturally, I'm in a different culture, they're in a different culture, they are not agreeing with their same language people, how how are we all supposed to connect? Like, Look, how is I don't, listen, I don't know what I don't know what Latinos got to do with other Latinos. I'm saying for me and mine. You know, um, and and hopefully they can take the same advice and, and they can do the same thing. Um, I don't have all the answers, but that's my answer right there. I don't I don't know. I don't know what, exactly what it's going to look like or how it's going to take form or how long it's going to take. But this, the, the solution is that we have to come together against the common enemy. Um, if you don't want to, that's fine. You don't got to. You know what I'm saying? I mean, all it is is this means freedom is going to be ever so slightly delayed. But I, t- I, I tell people this all the time. I'm going to get free, goddammit. I'm going to get free. I'm going to get my people free. And if and if I don't, then who, I hope whoever come behind me pick up the torch and start and keep doing the same thing. But we're going to get free. Martin Luther King said it. The, 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 the arc of, of, of justice, of freedom, whatever, is long, but it always bends. So you might not see it, you know what I'm saying? Like, you don't see the curvature of the earth because you're standing here on the ground, right? But you get up higher, you can see it. Science is illegal in this new state. Sorry. <laughs> no, no facts. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I, I didn't have no alternate facts for that one. Damn, that's right. Because they can't give out uh, scientific reports. <laughs> no, no, gravity does not exist. We're just, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, that's, sitting here on our That's also a tenet of fascism. Alternative facts? Oh, yeah. Report what I want you to report. Yeah. Wow, we in trouble, dog. We in ser- and 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 I I said fascism My the only other day, hope and is people Kellyanne gasped? Conway starves herself to death. Who? Kellyanne Conway. Just hope oh. she starves herself to death. Have you seen that stringy like bulimic hair? I went to college. I know what I'm looking at. The hair, mm. the hair looks thin, dog. Even it, the hair is that is thin. like she's got the bulimic face. She's got the bulimic hair, like. Any Every day time she now. tells a lie, she just sinks into herself even more. It's just like, yeah. oh, I don't deserve to eat. Uh, <laughs> allegedly, <laughs> don't sue me. You <laughs> yeah, you know we got to be careful with the wording. Fuck them. <laughs> Come for me if they want to. Fuck them. No, it's like all them niggas look ever so slightly sticky. Is that just me? They all look like they got a little Well, that Bannon looks like he hasn't washed in a decade. Oh, that nigga looks like like he's got a light film around him. He looks like a homeless ham sandwich, you know, like with white bread. That's that's like, you know, when when you leave an orange out and they get that little fuzz on it. Yeah, that's what that Mm. nigga look like. He looked like he smelled like old artisanal small batch mayo. <laughs> you know what's crazy to me though is Bannon made his money off of Seinfeld. 
How was he invested in the show? He invested in the show very early on before it took off. He used to work for uh, Goldman Sachs, invested in 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 the Seinfeld show, made a shit ton of money, and then uh, became a neo-Nazi at some point. I never said the guy was stupid. He just looks dirty. But like, here's a like. Okay, so you can make money off of Jews, but you can't let your child go to school with them. Like, you would think absolutely that he not. would want. That's them what happened in Germany not. too. You know what I mean? It's just like, oh, absolutely not. He can't do that, dog. No. It's like, oh, it's like you know something. Maybe my child would learn something from these people. No, it's just like, oh, I don't want my kid going to that school. There's too many Jews. Like, no, 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 no. We're always good. We're always the minorities are always good to make money with, but not break bread with. So, hmm. yeah. I don't know. He looks like he's got a little squeamish shell on the side. So maybe he's got a little melanoma. He'll get a little cancer. That's mm. what it's looking like. <laughs> Have you ever seen real <laughs> old? He'll look healthy. You see his nose got all them busted blood vessels? Oh, yeah. That's alcoholism. No, though. that's alcoholism. But yeah. if you look at the side of his face, he's got those weird shaped moles. That really? is skin cancer. You know, the Lord works in mysterious ways. But Maybe even, he doesn't believe so in deep doctors. Right now, if, like say something, say Trump leaves office, we have Pence. No, I'll That's take even Pence. worse. Yo, no, y'all, yo, no. Explain He's not, this one. Actually, because here's the thing: I feel like uh, at least Pence is a real politician, right? I don't feel like he would tweet us accidentally into a war. You know what I'm saying? And also, <laughs> <laughs> how do you feel That's about conversion therapy? Too. I mean, also yeah. historically, historically, uh, vice presidents who ascend to the presidency are typically lame duck. There's not yeah. very much they can do yeah, because they're they're they they're beholden to. Wait, ask this question. What's though? the question? How do you feel about conversion therapy? That's just fake. Pence is so all now. For Pence it. is he in his own state? He defunded all of the HIV AIDS research. I, I know all and, this. And, you know what I mean? So now crazy. This is 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 something. But I don't <laughs> honestly. I don't think he's as dangerous as Trump. Trump is a madman. He's. He's watching television and tweeting what he see on TV. You know what I'm saying? I would rather something. I mean, like, I feel like you could even probably talk rationally with with Pence. You know? Yeah, I mean, he's still somebody he's that has conversion scary. therapy. Listen, he's still issues. scary and he still is dangerous. But I don't think he would fucking fly off the handle and do something crazy as like tweet us into a war. Do you understand that the whole entire world is afraid of Donald Trump? I mean, the doomsday clock. Yeah, the doomsday clock moved. You know right. what I'm saying? Yeah, like, I got a little bit. Closer. Which I felt like I. Like, he's in a Twitter I battle. I was like, the, I should the, tell Jason. You thought I was. Uh, I was right. like being the president of Mexico. Is he's not in a Twitter well, battle. He said he's not going to the Mexico. meeting. Yeah, the president of Mexico. They canceled. Yeah. He's in a Twitter battle with the president of Mexico. I just I don't see Pence doing that. At least he's a real politician. He might do some fucked up shit, but he I just I don't think he would put us in danger of a nuclear strike, of an actual physical boots on the ground war in the same way Trump would. See now I, part, I feel like look, I feel I'm like very I feel like we put Trump we put Pence a war? in yeah, I just think he hmm. the way that way that Trump is and how he the just, whole world he just, is bracing for a war right now. Yeah, the whole yeah. world is bracing he for a war about right now. In his campaign, we have nukes. Why do we not? Why use don't them? we use them? Like, so, who do you think we're at war with? Okay, so right Anybody, now, we're perched on. Um, so there's multiple conflicts. Obviously, we know about the Mexican conflict mm-hmm. where they are the closest to our border, which makes us which highly. Russia's probably sneaking spies in there right now. Highly vulnerable. If they wanted to invade us, like we can't stop right, that. We don't have a wall yet. If Mexico Sec- wants to invade us, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and a wall don't stop, stop shit. shit. Like, it, doesn't, it doesn't do anything. They don't understand. Like, oh, there's been plenty of wait, walls. Wait, what is that supposed to do? So wait, Mexico. <laughs> 
So, okay, so now we've got Mexico. We've got China. Now we've got China because China um, wants to have control yeah. over islands in, in, in South Seas. In the South Pacific. The, right. And so now we're saying to them, you can't have those islands that are probably yours. We're telling them they can't do it. And they're like, fuck you, bro. We're, and when we do it, we're doing it. Then uh, we've got uh, Kim Jong-un in uh, North Korea. North Korea. Yeah. He actually threatened to bomb us on Inauguration Day because he's been uh, perfecting long-range nuclear missiles. Um, And then there's also the the threat of a proxy war, right? So we wouldn't even have to be actually at war with a a nation. It would be a nation that we're allied with going to war with another nation that is allied with an enemy state. And I mean, that's another that's another thing. We're at risk of destabilizing, not even just necessarily war ourselves, but we're at risk of destabilizing. And once one part of the world is destabilized, everything else starts to crumble. And, and the whole world is bracing for, for what we're, we're talking about butterfly effect that we yeah. can't even right. see. Yeah, right. right. So maybe we're not actually shooting or we're not actually at war, but we're talking about butterfly effect. What if what if Mexico all of a sudden now can't afford to do trade with us? And then now Mexico is 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 at a a disadvantage and the people of Mexico are now uh, uh, going into other places. Do you you understand? Because of something that we did. Right. Mm hmm. Well, I think it's also like I, I was listening yesterday to Theresa May. Um, and so although it sounded like on the surface, a very friendly conversation that she was having at the GOP retreat. But what I was hearing In was Philly, right? Yeah. yeah. What I was hearing was you're populist. We're a populist. America for America. UK for UK. Join us when we tell you to. And if you act a fool, we got nukes. That's what I was hearing. Dangerous. I mean, the UK has been having a boner to get us back since fucking the beginning. Yeah. Listen, this America first stuff ain't even nothing new. That's that's also very Nazi talk. That's right. What, that's what Hitler said. Germany first. We've got to rebuild. Germany first. Make you know, make Germany great again. I'm like, all of this stuff is very dangerous. Isolationism. We we can't afford to be isolated We're in, in the a world. Global economy. Yeah, this is right. a global economy. We cannot withdraw from the rest of the world and say America first. That doesn't that doesn't even make sense. That doesn't even make sense. Even we have too many other people here to be like America first. Right, you know? like we're built on a group of people that are all from some place. We can't do it. even on Twitter, I was reading these like. Uh, backwards people and they're like oh well you know 20 percent tax is gonna be good for america because then we'll go and we'll grow our own foods and we'll grow our own vegetables and we don't need mexico so it's who like, grows it but hello we have seasons we can't grow friggin shit during the winter do you understand that uh, they grow avocados avocados were domestic avocados were so expensive that at one point chipotle even considered taking guacamole off of their menu because our avocados are so hard to grow and so that they were importing domestic uh, they were importing international avocados right we don't grow every fucking thing here no we We don't don't make everything if we if you build a car corn and potatoes an american built car don't have american built pieces pieces the pieces the parts of your car come from other places so a lot of them are mexico right if we add a 20 percent tariff on mexican products right 
then now all of a sudden your car is costing more to make. Your car is costing you more when yeah. you buy it. Your car is costing yeah. you more to fix it. And now all that extra money is going to build a wall that ain't going to stop shit, dog. We've built walls all over the world, and walls don't stop nothing, dog. As a matter of fact, have a wall most now. of our immigrants That is true, though. Like, what is the there purpose is wall, of the wall? There's a wall already. And that shit it's a didn't symb- do yeah, a goddamn thing. Already. Probably because he said it, so he has to go through it. It's now. a symbol. It's a, it's a hate symbol, dog. It's a symbol. It is. It's a symbol. It doesn't have. It's like the Berlin it's Wall. It's not going to do anything. Most of the illegal immigration that comes here through, to America don't come over to America. Don't come over to Mexico. They come in on airplanes. They come on airplanes. They they walk over. They they tumble yeah, over. over. They take a they take the, the, a boat or or a raft or whatever. A lot of our illegal immigrants ain't even Mexican. Right, like how, yeah. They right come now. They, they come over from other Asia. countries and they, they visas expire. Yeah, Poland, yeah. Africa, everywhere. Right uh, now, yeah. Asia is the biggest contributor of our immigrants, and and which I think is kind of I guess it has to do with the Nazis in Japan or whatever. But like I think that it's interesting. It's a tech boom that like n- nobody cares that like Asians are coming over. But I feel like Asians are like the only people that have a positive stereotype. You know what I mean? It's just well, like they're they're, they're, it's, they's it's not smart. A po- it's a not a positive extent. stereotype. It's it's uh you're you're submissive. You're the you're the good minority because you don't you don't you're not loud and you don't ask for things and you come over here and and work and it's not a positive. But they don't stereotype. have to though. Do you know they, they get? Is, you to. know any immigrant comes over gets a, a five year tax break if they own a business. They don't have to pay taxes for five fucking years. I, I was then when the five years are up, they sell it to their cousin, and then they don't have to and pay, pay taxes. Yeah. Uh, I know an Arab guy in Chicago, over. they do it. They've been flipping this store for 20 years, not paying taxes. Yeah. And they get a small businessman loan for like 50K. Right. What? Yeah. But like, it's I'm set not up for them to win. But boom, I feel like what happens when we shut that shit down? Why isn't it like that for people just getting out of college? Well, Chicago, a lot of them are, are like, they kick back money to the hood. Because they have to pay protection to some people. Right. Some of them. But a lot, they still caking off. Big time. Elsa, did you need to run? Okay. Yeah, what are you doing? Okay. Are you cool to hang for the My next segment? Yeah, sure. All right. Uh, we're going to take a quick break, you guys. And we will be right back. Deep into it also. Okay. Da, da, da. Yeah. <laughs> running. I'm sorry. I <laughs>
Hey guys, welcome back to Big Talk and Brewskies. I am still Marissa Smith. We are still joined with Rodney Daniels. What's up, guys? Happy Friday. Jason Cross. Hey. Elsa Wade. <laughs> Hello. So, uh, if you guys are uh, just joining us, we were kind of discussing the shit show of the nation at the moment. Uh, so now we're we're exactly we were we were talking about. Uh, I, I believe uh, at some point we we're talking about uh, a collective economy, and and so Elsa was kind of talking about protesting with your dollar, right? Um, so well, na- now I mean I know a lot of people for for a lot of people like I said you gonna have to find your way to resist and. I used to be a little more more militant about this, but I had to back off and check myself, right? And I had to check my privilege. And I used to be like, if you're not out in the street, you're not working, right? That's wrong. That was wrong of me. Uh, not everybody has the privilege of protesting, right? I mean, you might have a you might have an iffy legal situation like I had now, which is why I wasn't around the corner with you where the black block niggas was. Um, not everybody can physically get out on the street. You know, some people have iffy immigration status, and so you can't get arrested or whatever. But the thing is, there's so many different ways to exercise your power. And one of the most powerful things is exercising your dollar, right? Where you spend your money is very important, right? Uh, it's, again, collective economy. Support black-owned business. Support woman-owned business. Support LGBT business. Put your money into your community. Put your money into your community. Where you where you think it's going to do the best good, you know? Um and, and I stop, also, stop shopping at certain places. We all know we shouldn't be shopping at Walmart. You know what I'm saying? Minimize right. that shit. Yep. Right. You know, <laughs> fucking Whole Foods uses prison labor. Minim- don't shop really? there. Whole Foods uses all prison labor. Do, oh it's wow! Where, yeah, your your kale your kale was picked by a prisoner. That's who's gonna be building this wall. You think not? Oh, you think not? Yep, probably. <laughs> yeah, probably. Not probably. Every, That's who's going to be building this wall. Yeah. Where, yeah, where, you, where you think a lot of your um your, your household your IKEA furniture should be coming from? But I think it's ironic that it's it's these Midwestern <clears throat> white people that think that they're going to get these jobs building these this wall, and that's why they want the wall because they think they that getting it's played jobs. as much as we have been. Right, because they not they don't want it. They don't want to do that job working down in Mexico. You know how you fucking know hot it is yeah, on the border. I need to break Mexico. a stereotype though. I need to break a stereotype though. A lot of people think that it's it was poor a hillbilly. It was ninety nine thousand dollars a year and up that voted yeah, for him. Yeah, a, a lot of a lot of these. White people who voted for Trump ain't your lower class people, right? right? I mean, a lot of them do recognize that he's not looking out for them, or you know, what I'm saying, um, or they, or they know they voted for him, but they know you know he's not gonna be looking out or whatever. Uh, but uh, a lot of them have been duped, and they continue. The, the, the Republican Party is super good at, at duping other white people into voting against their interests. Uh, so that's 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 what happened. Well, because when you look at the the, the numbers and the statistics, uh, a majority of people that make less than fifty thousand dollars a year vote for Hillary, and the uh, percentage of people that make uh, ninety nine thousand dollars or more voted for Trump, which it's makes the tax breaks. 
Well, it makes sense because of the tax breaks. Although that that ninety nine thousand dollars a year to one hundred and ninety nine thousand dollars a year were completely be affected do, either way. they wouldn't be affected because their tax breaks are not going to go into play until you start making two hundred thousand dollars a year. Right. Mm-hmm. So all these people that are making like oh well, I'm making seventy thousand dollars a year. I'm making one hundred fifty thousand dollars a year. It's like too bad you're still not getting the tax break. But, yeah. Well, see they again want that one or two percent. Again, that's that that's the problem of. Americans as a whole is that uh, Americans often they don't see themselves as a collective. They see themselves as just one big break away from being a millionaire. And if so and so didn't do this, I would have my big break. If so and so wasn't there, I mean, we all do that shit. You know what I'm right. saying? But um, Americans don't see themselves as as workers. We don't we don't understand that we're we are all in the lower class. And you know what I'm saying? If you got to wake up in the morning and punch a clock. Yeah. If you working by the hour, right? If you, if you know, what I'm saying, if you're not owning some shit, if you're not signing other people's paychecks, exactly. Then yeah, then that's. Uh, but a, a lot of people don't see it, and I think that, uh, and and this is where I I'm curious as to how long we as a society get to this point where we the people no longer see ourselves as a <clears throat> racist. But as classes, because really, racism and classism are tied together. I, I feel like a poor white person thinks that they are of a higher class. They are. than a middle class black. No, person. they are. Than a rich. No, they white are. Person. No, 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 black no. Person, I mean, yeah, they are. No, no, racism and classism are tied together, and you cannot you cannot li- unlink them. Okay. Yes, a a poor black a, a poor white person does have it better than a, a rich white person, a rich black person. Yes, they do. Um, racism and classism are inextricably linked. We cannot, we cannot take the two. Who, who makes up the majority of the lower classes? I mean, it's not to say that white people aren't there, but that's that's us. You cannot, you cannot pull the two apart. I think that someone living in a trailer park in Alabama should know very well that they are not the same as a Beyonce. But they don't. As a Beyonce, but they are. But they, but they, but they, like they, they like they are different. They, they are they, they they're might, different. But they might think that they're the same. But a Beyonce is always going to have more rights, more okay. privilege than somebody that's a, a white person living in a trailer park. No, 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 they, no, no. Beyonce doesn't because if Beyonce wasn't Beyonce, right? If she was just a rich black woman, and you pull her over and you pull over Billy Bob, you know what I'm saying? She we don't so know good. how much money neither these motherfuckers have. Classism right. is class is not something you wear on you. Your skin is. You cannot you cannot pull the two apart. Classism and racism is the same motherfucker. It's the same side. It's two two different sides of the same coin. Classism is exercised harder through racism and vice versa. Those two things. No, 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 no. I mean, maybe I maybe what, if we what was you're talking about. Are you talking because of her society? Fame? No, no, right. maybe, maybe you're talking because of her fame, right? Right. Yeah. Okay, well, yeah, fame is fame is a whole other different thing. Fame is fame is like uh, celebrity and and royalty. Right. And that like puts you that puts you right. A that puts you in a different category. But she's still black, you. and if and if she fuck up, we gonna they gonna call her all sorts of n words and and thought and this and that. And oh, they already and doing they already that. Do they are, and white people already do, white people already do they that. Already that's do that's do why that. they. But I mean, they call Jay Z Kim K too, though. Right. They call Jay Z because Kim K is brown too, and she don't act like it. They brown people too, but look, they they call they call they they say they they already say that they're Russian. No, they're not Russian. They used to be a part of Russia. 
they're Armenian. This, this, no, this, I get that. I yeah, know where Armenia is, but it used to be a part Armenians of the like, USSR. Armenians is brown before they left. But they have Aren't like they a, kind of uh, like Armenians a is brown dog. Yeah, they have like a kind of like a Muslim. Yeah, of, no, yeah. but it used to be a part of Russia. Just because it was a part of Russia, right? Yeah, but like even like in Serbia, like Serbia was a part. But they're still white. No, they are not. But like Serbia was a part of Russia. No, they still had Muslims. No, no, because you got they were also a part of because you got Russians that are Chinese. Yeah, they look Chinese because yeah. look, look how far Russia That's goes. That's because they're close to Asia and they have the. I know Not because they're right. close, they they Asian, bro. Like I mean, you, yeah. your nationality is Russian, but your ethnicity is Asian. Asian yeah. So your heritage, because like you, yeah, you, know you got you know white African Americans. You know who Triple G yeah. Triple G is boxer. No, all right. So this one makes sense. To you. But no, 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 no. Ethnically, those people are brown. Ethnically, ethnically, Kim Kardashian is not. She closer to me than she is to Putin. So would you say Cher? Yeah, because both wait, of wait, her wait, wait, wait. Would you are... say Cher is brown? Because she's Armenian as well, I believe. Okay, Cher is Cher is white passing. So yeah, she's passing. because she looks. Yeah, if you were to just but look at her, she also had a lot like, of surgery. She, she, yeah, she's like if you looked at Cher back in the sixties, Cher looked, in the sixties looked, looked more ethnic yeah. than Cher today. Yeah, she looked more ethnic. Yeah, she looked like Indian or something. Yeah, you can yeah. have white African Americans. They are white people, but nationality they're African. You know what I'm saying? Like right. You were born in Africa. You have you sound like Mustafa when you talk, but you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but you're white. <laughs> well, it's but, like even like on. Um, Modern Family, the uh, the guy that's like Phil Dumfrey, he's Jamaican. Like he's of Jamaican descent, but mm-hmm. he looks Who? white. Phil Dumfrey, oh, she wait, knows on what show? A Modern Family. He's of Jamaican that. descent. Like he was on which that one, show. Which one? Who, which he's the father. Like he's got the the two daughters and the son. Oh wow! He's of Jamaican descent. He's Jamaican. Yeah, exactly. But like, so. Yeah, but I mean, you have white South Africans too. I mean, but does that make them Africans? Well, like, yes. like they're African. Kerry, like um, John Kerry's wife, she's um, African, and she considers herself to be African, but she looks white. The Heinz lady. Listen, bro. There's t- a lot of people don't understand. Is this Charlize Theron African too? Yeah, yes. South African. Yeah, she's, yeah. South, she's South, South African. African. Yeah. There's there's race, then there's nationality, and then there's ethnicity, and all three of those things are different, and they don't necessarily have to work together. They don't necessarily have to be congruent. They're all three different things. You can be white of race and be African of nationality. Okay. What is your ethnicity? Oh, I'm black all through and through. No, I mean, if <laughs> <laughs> you're like a black you did race, race, nationality, what's ethnicity? It's, it's Dutch. The, the ethni- yeah, where they're 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 Africanus. Har- yeah, their 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 lineage or whatnot, right? So, uh-huh. like, okay, I'm I'm an American, right? I'm an African American. I'm black, whatever. Um, my my ethnicity would be Bayesian, right? But my okay. race is black. My family, you know, my, on my dad's side of the family, I could trace my dad's side of the family to Barbados. My grandma, my mother and my grandma's side of the family kind of stops somewhere in slavery. I can only go back so far. Mm-hmm. Um, so racially, I'm black. Nationally, I'm American. Ethnically, I'm, I'm, Bar- I'm, I'm Bayesian. And okay. you see how all three of those things are different? I guess. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. Ooh. So uh, Kim Kardashian is a person of color. Whether she Let's break her down. National, well, she's American. National, she's American, but both of her parents are Armenian. Yeah. Right. No, the mother's not. Her father was Kardashian. He's Armenian. Her mother, I think her main last name was like Sildanya or something. She's probably Spanish. 
She's not? I thought you she was talking Armenian. about Chris Jenner. Chris right? Jenner. No, is... she's not Armenian. What is she then? I don't know. I don't super so, She has some sort of Spanish last night. I don't super right. care, but but yeah. she's a person of color. Yeah, and Chloe's dad is OJ. Yeah, yeah. Right? yeah. I, yeah. I think we all agree on that shit. Oh, yeah. We all agree to that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. She looks yeah. just like OJ's she other daughter. Yeah, she does. She looks just like OJ's other daughter. She don't like, look like none of the car- Them shoulders is broad. And if you <laughs> see. <laughs> she got shoulders like a linebacker. Them shoulders yeah, exactly. is broad. If you see old school pictures of Nicole Brown Simpson and. um What's her name? Chris together, mm-hmm. like at parties. Like you could just see them doing coke and then fucking OJ. Like yeah, they were like, like <laughs> them shoulders is broad. Yeah, them is linebacker shoulders. Especially since so. Bruce Jenner probably want fucking her. How, oh, now that we know the real tea. <laughs> so, <laughs> whose babies are yeah, exactly? <laughs> since he was like, oh, you go to the party. I'm gonna stay here and dress up. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, why are my panties stretched out? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Lord, we gotta ooh, we gotta oh, throw Caitlyn in the trash. We got to throw Caitlyn in the trash. Well, did uh, did she do the first dance with Trump? I heard some shit like that. Her Caitlin? and Trump was supposed to dance together. No, yeah. it was it was him and, and, and his wife Melania. Melania. It was Melania. Was Caitlyn Jenner there? It was or very whatever. Until he just wasn't. He's not a there was a there was a body language expert. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. I didn't even need that. I saw I mean, it. Yeah, you don't need yeah. it. You don't need you it. I saw yeah. it. But you could, you could see they 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 not in love with each other. Neither are oh, Bill yeah. and Hillary. Oh. Did you see how Bill was staring at some woman and then Hillary looked at him? I think he was still like, Melania. He some chick. <laughs> I, I didn't see her in the frame, so I didn't want to say. Yeah, who it was. But yeah, so you, I can't you, say. You, yeah, but he was staring at some woman hard. Okay, because I had I kept thinking during Bill was licking his lips looking at some woman. And I was thinking the whole time, like, I understand that, like, it is tradition for every sitting, every president, like, that is, that is still alive to come to every president's inauguration. But since Hillary ran Hillary should have got a pass. Man, exactly. I feel like she should have got a pass. That she had to sit there through this whole humiliation, humiliation yeah. of losing to this idiot. It's only because she's a woman they forced there. her to do it. Yeah. And if I was trying to be like, no, I'm not going. You think That's they forced her to come because she's a woman or yeah. because her husband was Absolutely. a woman? Absolutely. Why can her husband just go and then she does not go? Ex- because I She probably had wanted the to be there. If she didn't want to go, she wouldn't have went. I feel like if the situation had been reversed and Hillary had been the president prior Trump and Bill had run against Trump and Bill lost against Trump, Bill would not have been there. And nobody would have questioned it. Yep. I agree. I don't know. And because no it's Millie because she was a woman and just the first like first lady, first lady your feelings are she fucked. Has to go. Like fuck your feelings. You were the first lady. Your ass has to be here. And she has to deal with the indignation of having these half stupid people screaming and booing at her. Right. Like you have to come out to that. That is just so humiliating. A. Like it's just It's like, oh, Man, emails this, this guy's gonna to go get through. us entirely fucking killed. But emails and that was the saddest thing ever. Is watching Obama have to get on that. Like, That's what I'm saying. Look at the Air shit Force he had to go flying through. Off. It was like he did it with dignity. Flying away. He did it with dignity. He did it with class. Come back. Please come back. Come back, shame. Come back. <laughs> that was a scene out the color purple. You should have seen niggas' faces. I know. It's it's crazy. And uh, like, did you see that uh, th- this is a new thing on, on the Internet, allegedly, because you're litigious. Um, 
they went and they took the photo, the original photo of of Trump walking the Obamas to the plane, and then the photo that Trump oh, put in the White House. He enlarged his hand. He photoshopped his little teeny hand. He photoshopped his hand. That bigger. he put on Obama's back. Yes, because he, he didn't want to look so little. Imagine being that petty. That's Imagine like, being that insecure. It's dog. like my hands need to look like big hands on Obama's back. Imagine being that insecure he his that he, he had to Photoshop his, his hands. Hand I just don't understand what people. Are, how did this? This is crazy. I don't even like the ego, tweet. man. It's I don't all even ego, like the tweet baby. because I just think that it's, it's asinine and stupid. Like I'm gonna have to hire somebody to do that for me when I make it big because I don't <laughs> like to do that. But this man goes and has goes his hands ha- photoshopped. Because, you know, no one, you got to look into his whole life, right, to realize who he is. He's been married to a bunch of women that didn't want to marry him, that just wanted to marry him for money. Everybody around him is just around him for money, so he needs that shit. You know what I mean? He feels like a little man, but he has mm-hmm. to build himself up. But if you would have looked at Melania's face during the whole uh, event, she didn't look happy. At all, she well, was standing in the back. Happy, didn't nobody look happy? If there's a video where he looks back and she smiles at him, then and as soon as he turns away, the smile goes to stone. Because she knows and he it. knows this too, so you know they're not in love. You got to think of his psyche. Yeah, well, at the end of a, an inauguration psyche. night, he's probably going to try to pee on her. On he probably did. Fuck his psyche, though. <laughs> he probably did. I don't have no sympathy for him. He's pro- no, I'm not saying his psyche mm. to feel sympathy for him. No. I'm just so you understand and know the moves he's making. What is his obsession with the size of his inauguration? Because because, because he has to feel like he's the biggest yeah, and he the has best. To feel like he's winning the whole everything. West Side was Trump, Trump, Trump. I'm the best. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Now all that shit is gone. He has to feel like his was bigger than Obama's, bigger like, than the March he, on Washington. You know, what y'all, you know what a lot of people missed, right? Like, okay, the, the, there's there's this supposed piss tape going around yes. where, where where he, uh, him and, and... He had some Russian chick pee on him? Is no, that no, a story? No, no, or no, 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 no. he the, peed on her? No, 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 no. no. The, the thing is they that had he a had... Pee party. They had a pee party and the two, the two prostitutes peed, peed on, on the him. bed. Yeah. Um, on the bed. <laughs> but what a lot of people missed was that they, he specifically requested obama's, obama's room that obama had stayed in at that hotel and specifically requested that bet and so what it is is he is pathologically out for revenge when you when you talk to people who, who used to know him back in the day who have had lunch with him there's somebody who said they had lunch with him for like an hour hour and a half and he spent most of that time talking about elaborate ways he was going to exact revenge on the people who had crossed him and like we all and he we, did remember when all, obama roasted him at the uh what dinner was that at the White correspondence House? Dinner. The correspondence dinner. Dinner. He roasted the shit out of him. And now you have to think he welcomes this dude into the White House. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, the, what it is is when you look at people who have uh, sociopathic, psychopathic tendencies, these people are obsessed with getting even, getting revenge, Absolutely. one-upping yeah. people. Right, right? Mm. And, and and this is and that's the sign of not only somebody who is pathological, but somebody who has deep insecurities i would not be surprised to find out that he was uh, abused in his childhood i would not be surprised to find out that he was uh possibly uh, uh assaulted either 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 physically or sexually this this there's a tiny man syndrome that right. he's going through and a lot of these these people are damaged something damaged him a long time do i feel sympathy for him no not at all because there's honestly a lot that's why i understand it because you're talking about comics as well but see here's right. the thing there's, yeah, totally. no 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 and there's a difference there are people who are damaged and then there are people who are damaged 
who are beyond repair. Be, Beyond repair, and uh, but some people aren't beyond. Most people aren't Have beyond been repair. To a comedy He's show or open mic lately, Bruh, There are people who are actively trying to work through this, and that's that's right. the difference. I'm Trump okay is with, beyond repair, right? I'm okay with dealing people who are damaged. I'm okay with like day I, at a time. I deal with mental health issues. I had about a couple of hours before I got here had a motherfucking episode, right? Yeah. I've been I've been having episodes all up and down the fucking place, right, for the last several months, right. I, I, because I, of the election, <laughs> I, I say the election triggered my shit. I've been, I've, been, yeah. I, I had a traumatic th- thing happen to me in in uh, in June of uh, of 2016, and uh, the election just really cracked it all open for me. I didn't realize I was silently carrying a lot of trauma for most of the year, mm. um, and watching everything else crack open around me cracked my shit too. Uh, it's, but what I've been doing is, I mean, I quit drinking last year and so I've been sober for over a year and a half. Um, I've been trying to go to therapy. I've been trying to, you know, work through my stuff and which is why I know a lot of people still deal with me is because I'm trying. Right. And I'm also not a sociopath or a psychopath or anything like that either. Um, but I don't even think it's a recent traumas that do it because I'm, I'm also kind of like going through things and I'm going through therapy. No, no, the I recent trauma goals, was the was the last was thing. thing that was right? like the, the, the straw that broke mm-hmm. the camel's back. There's, I got like, a whole I'm history talking, of shit. Yeah, it's like, you know, like I, I have PTSD and I've had mm-hmm. it for like, you know, Same here. almost 15, 20 years. Same here. And so it's like the strange thing of just waking up one morning and just the complete hopelessness of it all. Yeah. It's just like the entire world just flipped and you have nothing that you mm-hmm. can do about it and and just yeah, stop saying that. Would you though. say that you know, would you, you say have to that learn to empower all, yourself? Would you say that all black people have a certain amount of PTSD? Yes. Absolutely. It's in our ancestry yes. DNA. It's it's actually huh. it, I feel it's, it. it's been yeah. studied. It's in our, it's in our ancestral yeah, DNA. Yeah. Like what the fuck? Am so I like, about? it's been Check this studied. out. The, uh uh I know how bad our internalized trauma and, 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 and ancestral DNA is. The fact that we still hit, hit our children. That's right. a vestige of slavery. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. You got to be the slave to make a Mac right. right. Yeah. The, the fact that we and, and that we that not only do we still hit our children, but we brag about it. This the belt and I got his ass and and and, 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 and the way we brag about hitting our children. Right. Damn. And That's I don't a have kids yet and I still. I think I'm probably gonna beat him. That's a vestige of slavery. When you hear parents say <laughs> when you hear parents say stuff like, I'ma get him before the world get him. First off, that's how slave masters used to do. Right? right. I'ma give you the whip and you whip them. And if you don't whip them good enough, I'ma whip the both of you. Right. And I'm staying here and watch. That's right. Just, you want to know. And then the second thing is, wow. I don't understand how you how we think that prepares anybody for the real world. Right. Like, I've never fucked up at my job and my boss hit me. Right. Yeah. Wow. That's but a lot true. of slavery shit stays with us. Do you you know the term where the term motherfucker comes from? Right. Yeah. OK. So in well, Baltimore, for people that don't, don't know, know motherfucker, right. they used to make slaves fuck other slaves. And sometimes certain male slaves would fuck their own mother. Because they wanted to reproduce slaves and whatever. So, Maryland had a huge population of this where they would breed slaves. Maryland. And to this day, incest is really huge in Maryland in Mm -hmm. the same county where they used to breed slaves. Because it's ingrained in their DNA to be attracted to their relatives. Right. Wow. 
So a lot of things with slavery still stick with us. Yeah. Yeah. I, I and I, I I feel like even but uh, once it's in the DNA, can you remove it? I haven't done studies. It's on called this, uh, it's called an unlearning process. Just the same way we learn something. Yeah, yeah this deprogram. Like it's the same cult. way we learn something. We can unlearn it, and it might take us a little longer. But I mean, and that's why I tell people all the time. Do you think you. it could be done in a generation though? No. no. No, it you know what I mean. Like the beating thing, it's here. gonna take some generations. It's to gonna get take that some generations, but system. we, but we, we've got to because here's the thing: if we're trying to raise free-thinking, independent children, uh, beating, hitting your child has already been proven to affect their cognitive abilities. It's already been proven to uh, affect IQ in a negative way. It's already been proven to to increase aggression. It it it, it um it uh, has a negative effect on how you view authority. So if we're trying to teach children to stand up for themselves, there is absolutely no way. What does that teach you? It teaches you fear. It does not teach you respect. It teaches you to be submissive. Yeah, it teaches you to be submissive. It does not teach you respect. Hmm. I don't respect somebody who hits me. I'm afraid of them. I, I, I might be angry at you. I might be afraid of you, but I do not respect you. Respect is something that is earned. And if you have, if you say that you have a problem child, no, you don't have a problem child. You have a problem. Being and now your parent. child does. Well, that's the other thing. It's only a matter of time before the child is large enough before they can start being aggressive towards the aggressor. And then you have a whole nother ball of wax where you have the family fighting against each other. Well, they just put their parents in the old folks home. Well, that (laughs) comes later. But, like, they've done studies, though, about PTSD and, and, and black people, and they say that Due to like the the racism that we incur every day, the microaggressions that we occur every day, that every black person has about as much PTSD as a person coming back from war. So every more every every day that you go outside and you're living your life, it's like you are on a battlefield and you are being propelled by bullets every single day. So there's really like and for me it's just kind of like oh and people this is something and it happened to me a couple of days ago there was a black woman and she's like i'm sitting there trump literally just got inaugurated and i'll be honest with you i pooed for the first time today since inauguration day because uh, i literally been scared shitless no get the fuck out of here i am telling it's you it's been a week scared i've shitless. gone 27 days without pooing a week is nothing that's that like is fucking so nothing there's nothing. I literally my, and I've I been, been sitting there. Right. I ain't gonna lie. My, my, I ain't been eating you right. You haven't been to the bathroom either. No, no. I've been I haven't been bathroom, sleeping. But today I my diet consists of several coffees, a hot chocolate, and lots of cigarettes. You, you know, I ain't, I ain't, I ain't ate yet today. Sister. I ain't ate yet today. You know, it's like I haven't been able to poo. I haven't been able to eat. I haven't been able to sleep. My entire fucking system is off this week, and so, like. When I, when I hear that, and 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 so like there was a black girl. She, I, I, I won't quantify her as being mixed, but she was, but she's mixed, but I'm not going to, you know, culturally she's black. I'm just going to leave it that. But mixed is such a new word to me. So she's, you know, because technically <laughs> I'm mixed, but like I'm black. You know what I mean? I remember but when like, I was growing up, if you have one black pr- pr- parent, you're black. <laughs> you're black. So like yeah. she's like, I'm sitting there and I'm reading all this shit about Trump's doing this week and this and other thing. And she turns to me and she's like, why aren't you smiling? And I'm like, and I'm saying to myself, if I let myself go, I might lose this job. I'm just going to, it's been a long day. You know what I mean? But like, one, (laughs) like, 
are are you like an like every other man that's walking down the street telling me that I need to smile and shouldn't you know better than that? And two, like, do you know what what we just walked into? Like, we literally could blow up next week. Like, I and I'm just so pissed off on so many various levels. But I'm just saying to myself, you know something? She doesn't even know that what she's saying, like, she shouldn't even be saying. Like, I'm just, I'm just gonna let this go and and just be like. All right, like this is I'm going to chalk it up to this week being a shit week. What do we think about Armorosa? Uh, fuck that bitch. You're going to have to unzip that blackness. Give it back. <laughs> <laughs> unzip the blackness. Unzip it. Take, take it, it off. off. She's, no, she's Ann Coulter under all it. of it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. I never thought about her cuz she's like right in the middle of the storm. Listen, we got to we got to understand that, that black black people can be agents of white supremacy. They can. They absolutely like can. Dash. Yeah. Yeah. Black people can be agents of white supremacy. And, I mean, here's the shit. Um, she can't sit with me at the death camp. That's for sure. I mean, because eventually she'll find her way there. Mm-hmm. And she might have a nicer quarters than me. But, bitch, we all going to be in there. So, sit over there. You sold us out. Damn. Yeah. It's a special place in hell for those people. Those are really making me afraid about this death camp. Fuck that death camp. Get a <laughs> gun, son. Right. I'm, bl- I'm black and, and gay. Where are they putting me? We we gonna be in the kitchen, dog. <laughs> I cook. can't cook. <laughs> I'm just hoping that they have like uh, like spreadsheets that they need put together because I'm much better on a computer. Uh, I still put together a comedy hour though. They really gonna try to throw black people in camp, so and if they did, would you go? So we bro, are literally what I would go, bro. We've already, bro, we've already done it here in America. What are y'all talking about? We've no, not no, 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 internment camps for the Japanese, and they were like American citizens. We've done this before. Yeah, we were all. What do you think prisons are? What do you think private prisons are? Right. When, when I can be sent to, to, to jail indefinitely for a nonviolent offense, and then they're going to make me build this wall. Like, the 13th Amendment illegal, made slavery illegal, except, except for, for when you was incarcerated. Yes. Right. So, yeah, no, death camps is still a damn thing. They don't call them death camps. They call it Rikers. So now, now that there's this whole wave going on across the country trying to legalize marijuana, what do you Woo! think that they're going to do with all the people that are in jail they for gonna marijuana? They're going to stay there. I'm shocked Obama didn't let them out. Whoa, He's, Obama pardoned the uh, most. Yeah. The I mean, most still some historically. people in jail for nothing. No, 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 no. Obama, like Obama was really good at that. He pardoned the most nonviolent drug offenders. Well, he pardoned the most... People, people period. period but he focused on nonviolent drug offenders particularly marijuana actually so obama did a lot in that but he had to do it quietly because it was gonna be like damn the nigga letting out all the potheads or whatever right but, but yeah he no. did it under the like you know the shadow of darkness but mm-hmm. he still did it he did it and he did the most he did the most out of everybody what's the most how much it, it was, was in the thousands. Like 1,400? Holy shit. It was in the thousands. Really? He yeah. let a lot of people out. And he yeah. let a bunch of people out that last week, too. Yeah. Hmm. I think he let like well, I know three somebody to praying. 400. Oh, so Obama's last week. I hopefully I get out. Yeah. yeah. A lot of, and also, a lot of presidents have to wait until they're on their way out. Because mm-hmm. if you let the wrong motherfucker out. And they kill somebody. And they kill somebody. Yeah, it yeah. fucks up your legacy and shit. So mm-hmm. a lot of them wait to the end. But he, would do, he was doing it the whole time. And he let, he let a whole bunch out in that last week. But, I mean, 
we've de we've we've declassified marijuana on like the the state level, but it's still in the same category category as heroin and all this other stuff on the federal level. Yeah, yeah. on right. the federal level, they still rate the dispensaries. Yeah, which is it's a bunch of gray area or whatever. But my thing is, I don't at this point right now, I don't even want weed to be legal. Because once it's legal, that means the government is going to be doing it. And you you see the way every time the government get their hands on something, it's fucked up. And and oh, they and, gonna fuck up the weed. Listen, they already, <laughs> they already got they already got chemists and botanists and biologists making the weed stronger. And what they're gonna do is they gonna they they're gonna turn it over to the to the um to the pharmaceutical. And do okay, we want do we want yeah. pharmaceuticals in our weed? No. Do we trust big? Big pharma, pharma and, 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 and and yeah, do we trust Fucking big pharma and big business with our weed? I'm like, why does it got crystals and shit? You know, I don't, <laughs> <laughs> it's getting to the point where I don't even think I want any of that 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 chronic weed anymore. No, you know? You know? I don't even want the gas and fire and shit. That shit's starting to feel too shit. strong. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. Shit's starting to feel too strong these days. I lived in LA for eight years. It's definitely really strong. Like how? How the fuck? <laughs> and, I used, and I used to be on that the other side wreck. of it. <laughs> Look, I used to be on the other side of the. I'm like, hell yeah, make it stronger, make it stronger. But now I'm like, wait, do we want the government in it though? You know. Right. So now I'm like, I don't even. I remember back in the day they used to spray rose spray on it and put it in a microwave and then smoke it. No, thank you. I don't know what the fuck that. That's is. some yeah. Chicago That's shit. Yeah. <laughs> I ain't never had where I was at rave, though. Man. The most we uh, did was was roll the blunt with a little bit of honey and put that shit in the microwave. Well, you talk about oh, yeah, chemicals and blunt. shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a honey bun. Memories. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the Dutch master yeah, exactly. rub a little honey on the inside it was of it. Sticky, before you but roll I got it high. Up. I'm saying the cat y'all got it from probably spray rain on it too. Look, I don't know nothing about. I don't know nothing about that. <laughs> I'm telling you, that's how they used to make the shit fire back in Chicago. They what spray is it, that? And then microwave it to dry like, it out. Doesn't that create an entire like organic industry though? Because it's like you're gonna have your like government the organic like, weed industry. Yeah, we're gonna be doing the organic weed industry. It ain't gonna be Tyrone. No, it's it's definitely out there because California is like that. There's like that's weed. There's like right, organic. But, yeah. but I'm just saying, if you look at who is in the big weed business. It ain't us. Oh, the black people? It ain't right. us. Oh, yeah. Well, no, no, no. Of course not. I mean, it doesn't necessarily... It doesn't necessarily mean that we can't be there. I, for one, shy away from agricultural uh, endeavors. But, you know, nah, I just you gotta, <laughs> If you do any... If you do, any uh, don't get the wrong idea. But if just, you do any reading right. or you do any research about uh, uh, big, big weed business or whatever, a lot of black dispensary owners or a lot of black people will tell you about the stumbling blocks that they put in place that it makes it harder that's for very true of color. i have a friend that tried to buy mm-hmm. a dispensary in chicago actually mm-hmm. a doctor friend mm-hmm. who had a lot of issues getting it yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. that actually had where, politicians whereas you know oh oh yeah. allen or you know fucking Corey won't have that well, problem. the thing is the Connor. gangsters get it Connor. first yeah. Like they're supposed to have dispensaries in New York. You know the gangsters are going to get that shit. Oh, yeah. All right. So I got the rapid your ass up signal. Um, but before we go, Elsa, where can everyone see you next? Um, shit. Well, find me on Twitter. I'm, I'm, I'm building my Twitter following. That's that's doing pretty good. So what's your Twitter handle? At Elsa, just Elsa. But you got to put all three. Like, I didn't realize how that was going to be complicated to say it. Um, but it's Elsa, just Elsa. All three of those together. Um, uh, Sunday, 
Sunday, I'm teaching comedy school for girls. I do a comedy Ooh. school for, for girls and girl identifying uh, ages 13 to 19. Uh, and oh, next month. Uh, not even not comedy related, but also probably one of the most important things I do. Uh, I'll be teaching a cop watch workshop at the Queer Center here in the city in, in Manhattan. Uh, I, I teach a cop watch workshop how to effectively uh, film and observe the police. And I'll be doing I'll be also adding on a little bit about live streaming protests. And we're going to it's going to be cop watch and hate watch. So not just cops. And where can people find the information for that? Um, uh, that's going to be at the Bureau of General Services Queer Division at the uh, LGBT Center. Okay. Rodney, where can everyone see you next? Wow. Uh, tonight at the Broadway Comedy Club, I'm going to be doing the uh, uh, two-minute uh, two minute drill. And it's it's like eight comics, two minutes, two rounds. So I'm trying to win the $400. So. Good luck. It was $400? $400. What the fuck? Why I know about this <laughs> shit? <laughs> okay, I was like, I need a $400. just coming, and I got some two-minute bangers. Hello. Uh, Jason, where can everyone see you next? Uh, LaughAtFirstSight.com. Laugh at First Sight. Sight is spelled S-I-T-E. Catch F. Catch Big Talk and Brewskies at FLO Empire Radio every Friday from 6 to 8. Take care of yourselves. Take care of each other. And if you voted for Trump, I hope you enjoy the end of the world. Thanks. Have a good night. <laughs> Bye. Night. <laughs> night. Yeah, Big Talk and Brewskies. Marissa Smith is who you see. Wanna cool the combo in here? Crack the cold one, we're on the air. Big talking brewskis. Marissa Smith is who you see. Wanna cool the combo in here? Crack the cold one, we're on the air. Kicking back, having a few beers, we're chatting. Pull up your chair, we're all relaxing. Any subject, we never dismiss. Big talking brewskis with Marissa Smith. Comedy, sex, relationships, war. Any subject, we got it in store. Big talking brewskis is coming in live. Crack when open, Marissa has arrived. Big talking brewskis with Marissa Smith. Yeah.